Hello, traders and friends. Today is Wednesday, November 11th, 1111. It is also Veterans Day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the RU Green podcast. On Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm streaming it live on YouTube, so feel free to check that out. Today, the SPY opened at 356.43, and it is barely green for the day. I think when I last looked, it was around 355, so it has lost a little today, but compared to yesterday, it is green. The XLK, the technology sector, is um, at open today at 119.65. I noticed that there was a little bit of a gap because last night it closed at 127.70. So it's always important to see that gap to kind of see what's going to happen today. And um, it was, you know, kind of bouncing around. It was a little red this afternoon, but it looks like it's going to end the day in the green. It was at 121.14. That's why I love the stocks uh, for the technology sector because they're constantly going up and down, tons of volatility and movement and opportunity for us to make money. Um, That's what we're all here for. Um, Seeing that volatility with the the tech stocks gives me confidence in the trades that I'm doing, and we'll dive into those today. The question everybody wants to know, are you green on my personal accounts? Yes, I am green today. Um, I'm actually a lot more green than I would be ex- than expected because I am holding a few uh, swing trades that are in the red, um, but I've had a lot of green trades that have balanced it out. We'll talk a little bit more about my personal account later on. The news that I wanna discuss today is the China stocks and the regulation that they um, have been warned about through Beijing and what that means for the United States. So stay tuned. Diving right into the news, I wanted to talk about the China regulations and the effects that they would have on the China stocks that we have all come accustomed to trading and loving the movement. So basically, We got a hint that this might happen a few weeks ago. I have a um, podcast recording where I talked about it. So I'll try to link that in the uh, live YouTube stream so you guys can see and uh, and hear that episode. But basically we got a hint at um, them looking more into regulations with the tech stocks when the IPO was pulled for Ant Group, A-N-T. This is a stock, uh, this is a company that is in part owned by um, Billy and so it did affect you know that stock as well and basically it was supposed to be released onto the um, onto the market a uh, IPO is like the first offering when a company goes public it's an initial public offering Um, so everyone was really excited about that and then at the last minute China pulled it back and basically you know said you can't do this we you know we're gonna help you We are going to hold you back from doing this IPO. Um, And, you know, that's the thing with China. That's what makes it very unpredictable is that the government has control to just do that. So um, as soon as that action went through, we realized the IPO was not even not coming through, you know, that week. Um, It kind of gave us a hint that this might be happening with the other tech stocks. So basically, you know, 
to break down what's going on is that the, you know there are these tech giants and China is concerned that they are not allowing other companies to succeed, that they are getting a monopoly on the market because they're growing so fast and so big and it basically makes it to where competitors can't compete. They, they don't have a chance. Think about it for the United States. Think about it like Google. If another search engine were to come out right now, you know, think about that competition that they would have with Google being built into our phones, built into everything, really. So it's that same type of issue. And the United States is actually having that those conversations right now with Google. The only difference here, well, it's a huge difference, I should say, is that the United States has to go through a legal process to look into, is this a monopoly? Is this antitrust? To look into those things, as opposed to China, where they don't really have to have any type of process. They don't have to have a court case. They can just kind of pull it. So that was very scary for investors. What I would say for long-term investors is one, do not panic sell. Make sure to you know sell the stock if you wanna get out, sell it at a good price. It will bounce back from the fall that we've seen in the last couple of days, okay? For those who are short-term investing, do not shy away from these stocks because the effects uh, you know, are not gonna be seen immediately for the company's earnings and success. And so in this short-term trading um, that I do, swing trading, day trading, it's definitely okay to continue to trade these stocks. Um, I am currently in a BABA trade right now and I'm not worried. I know that it's definitely gonna go um, up and my way, so um, we can definitely talk about that a little bit more in my personal trades um, but you know that was really it for the news just you know take into consideration when news like this breaks it's gonna have a huge emotional effect on the stocks so you know there was that emotional drop but it's those emotional drops that I actually thrive and look for as a day and swing trader because I know that it's just it's overblown and that stock is just bound to have a bounce um, you know once it's fallen that much so um, yeah don't shy away from that I just want to make sure people understood how to interpret the news coming up uh, we'll be talking into my personal stocks today I'm not going over top movers because there was a crisis in my personal trades and I just wanna have enough time to discuss that with you. Um, the, the stock is for Datadog, it's D-D-O-G, and I'm excited to share that with you in just a moment. Okay, let's get personal. There's a lot of personal stuff going on today. It was an extremely chaotic morning for me. Um, so we'll start off with like the news for the day, which was my day trade for Datadog. That's D-D-O-G. So first off, this trade, this stock is a, a tech stock. And, you know, in general, I don't enter into any of these day trades unless I feel confident about the quality of the stock. There's a lot of people out there that trade penny stocks and basically those stocks are garbage and yes, you can you know profit from the movement, but it takes a lot of analysis to safely do that. And I trade, you know, 
bigger stocks, more well-known stocks because of the safety. And because I have a small account, I have a lot of uh, risk management strategies that I follow to make sure that I'm not buying too many shares um, in to uh, getting into a situation where all of my portfolio is just riding on one trade, right? especially because I'm a swing trader. So a lot of times I'm holding these stocks for an upwards of 80, 90 days. Um, although my average has been shorter recently. But diving into DDOG, so what happened is first of all, a big gap. So a part of the strategy that I follow is trading in the morning and really narrowing down what stocks I look at based at what the gap was when they closed. And the gap is, you know, after hours. So I do have a scanner that I follow that tells me, you know, scans these gaps. And uh, and that is really what put my eye on the stock in the morning. So it looks like it closed around 92.88. And, you know, it was all over the place after market. And it opened around 84.99, so that's already a huge gap there just from previous close to open, and immediately it started falling. So a lot of people that I follow, traders, were getting into this stock and I definitely wanted a piece. So I did my normal strategy. I bought small first at 82.17. It continued to drop. So then I bought um, small again. I, I just bought a little bit more at 81.55, continued to drop. At that point, I actually was really loving this trade. I was thinking, okay, it's dropping like I kind of like I expected. And, um, you know, there's some uh, weekly pivot points, uh, you know, right around the 79 area. So I feel strongly that there's resistance there and I feel good. My next ad was at 8043. This is where it all went wrong. <laughs> I put in my order and I honestly like I don't remember like how this happened because I'm just trading so fast sometimes and I feel confident that I know my tools, but something happened where basically I bought 10 times the amount of shares that I wanted to buy on this. Um, so, you know, the, 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 this brought my average down a lot, which was great. My average holding was at 80.60, but now I was in this trade with an extraordinary amount of risk because I mentioned I follow a risk management strategy so that I'm not too far into one trade. So at this point, when I have a lot of, you know, money in this trade, I am panicked. And it's so funny because I tell you guys on the podcast, don't panic, don't panic sell, you know, don't, you know, don't be emotional, be clear headed, look at the data. And the data was telling me that this is okay, that this stock is going to bounce, that this is all right. But my face and my mindset was not there at all. I was freaked out and just worried that this is the end. And I'm not sure if I shared this quote the other day, but a lot of traders talk about, you know, how you you don't want to, you know, lose your whole account. And if you have a day where you can trade the next day, then it was a good day. And, um, you know, because I follow a lot of the trading communities, I see it all the time. I, I hear people saying, you know, they just lost $10,000 and that was their whole account, whatever it is. So I know these 
horror stories can come true. And even though I wasn't that in the hole, I was internally, I was kind of freaking out. And again, that's why I usually follow a very strict risk management um, strategy. But anyways, so this is what happened. So I was now way large, you know, big size in this trade and it was continuing to drop. So I'm just so nervous. I'm like, at this point I've switched over to the one minute chart. I'm just like watching those candles and I'm watching it drop, 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 drop. And I know that like, it's probably going to be okay if, you know, at the 79, at the 79 level. Um, So I'm just holding on. I did like draw a little line on my chart at, uh, where is it? It's 78.38. And that's the line where I was like, I might need to stop out of this, which I usually never do. So You know, it was very stressful. Um, And then, of course, things started to turn around. So as, you know, the stock started to turn around, the low ended up being 79.76. And I, you know, started selling at 81.37, 81.47, 82.30. And then my last sell was in at 83.50. All in all, it actually worked out really well for me, um, (laughs) which is It's just that funny perspective of how, what can happen trading in 30 minutes. And that's why I love trading is because it's so much action in such a short amount of time. And you have to really be able to handle this this kind of stress. This was the most stressful trade that I've ever had because obviously I made a mistake. Normally I love trading because I feel 100% in control. The fact that this, you know, buy went through that was wrong and for way too many shares, you know, that had me freaked. Um, And so, you know, that's why I had that concern. But normally I feel so in control trading. So it was definitely a rough moment in my house. That is for sure. Um, But again, I do follow the pivot strategy. I saw that there was a weekly pivot at 79.65 and I thought it's probably going to bounce there. And it did. Basically, 79.76 is where it bounced. Um, And I was able to, you know, scale out and sell out of this. So in the end, because my average was 80.60 and the average uh, that I was selling at was 82, um, I was able to gain 1.4 net points, which is great for a day trade for me. Really, really great. Um, My goals on day trading in particular, because they're so fast, is anywhere from a half a point to two points. And for swing trading, my goal is 2.5 points up to three points. That's, you know, those are my profit targets. So, I mean, I was, you know, really happy with this day trade in the end. And it's just very interesting perspective because I was freaking out. And um, now I kind of understand what other people go through when they do have a lot of shares riding on one trade. And it just makes me feel more confident about my risk management strategy. And it also obviously makes me feel very confident about my pivot strategy because I did have a really great profit on this trade. Um, But because of the craziness, I just wanted to definitely share it with you. The other personal trade that I made is a swing. It's on Etsy, E-T-S-Y. 
You guys know I just talked about it yesterday. My average was 119.45. Originally, I was thinking I was going to stay in this trade for a long time because I feel like it's going to definitely get back up to 131. But um, again, I saw the movement this morning and with just such a spike up, I felt like, you know, there was going to be a drop and I just thought, F it, I'm going to take advantage of this spike that I saw. Um, I mean, I was having a stressful morning and as you guys know with the TTOG trade I didn't know what was going to happen there so my mindset was like take your profit um and you know that's another thing about trading you cannot have regrets take your profits where you can and be happy with that you know every day that you walk away from the market with cash is an amazing day be proud so i ended up selling it for an average of 124.57 and i gained 5.12 points so you know five points so definitely a great swing trade for me however <laughs> Just so you guys know, the stock did end up getting to the 130s. Um, it's about to, you know, close the market. I don't know if it'll get to that 131 point that I had originally had my sell at, but just the fact that it's been teetering around 130 um, in the in these last couple of hours of the market, I just think it's funny to look back that yes, it did go to my target, but I took my profit where I could. And in a day like this morning, I was glad um, that I did. So no regrets there. I wanted to touch base uh, really quickly on the WCLD trade. Um, the reason why I really wanted to touch base on this one is because this was one that I specifically recommended that you guys buy at 42.80. It's now at 44. So it's definitely going up in the trends that I thought it would. I am going to continue to hold this. Um, I have a goal to sell at 47. There's a quarterly big pivot at 47.14. So I'm going to sell right before that pivot. And I just wanted you guys to know I'm still in it, even though, you know, it is getting to my target sales for a swing. I'm just going to continue to hold this one because I have a lot of conviction um, through the evidence of these cloud computing companies uh, that it can get there. So, um, but it's just always exciting to see that it's going in my direction. A trade that is not going in my direction is AYX. This is a swing trade that I'm in. Um, unfortunately, you know, I bought this at the beginning of the week when I thought it had a huge drop, um, which it, I mean, it did. It had a ginormous drop when I bought it on November 6th. So, I mean, it had gone from closing at 143 to around 143 to opening at 129. So I was like, oh, this is great. I watched it off of opening. I saw that it was dropping. I didn't buy. I didn't buy. I didn't buy. And then I um, bought around 118 because that was a level where there was a pivot. It was a strong level. And I was hoping that the trend would reverse. Did it? No, it did not reverse. Um, and instead, the stock has continued to go down. I had another buy level at 110.27. Um, and so I did go ahead and buy a little there today. So I wanted to let you know I did increase um, my hold on that stock today. Um, and then right now, you know, it did bounce bounce up it's looking to close around 114 and I'm going to continue to ride this one out um and I just wanted to you know share that with you um and you know as far as tomorrow goes I'm going to 
try to take a breather, stick to my strategies of looking where the big gaps are after market, pre-market, looking at those gaps, watching them for high volume, a high emotional drop, and then scaling in and scaling out. So that's just to say, because I had this big mistake today, even though the mistake went in my favor, I'm gonna learn from this mistake. I'm gonna be more careful when I'm scaling in. Just sometimes I'm excited to buy at that level. I wanna push through the order, but it's not worth it. I'm gonna go back to my calm, cool, and collected uh, strategy. And I'm just really excited because I put a lot on the line today and I made profit from it. But the most important thing is that I can trade another day. Um, So that being said, I'm going to let you guys go today. Please check out my Instagram account. I'm posting news on there. I'm posting motivational quotes because, you know, trading psychology, that's half the battle with yourself. Um, And it also, I moved to Instagram because it's a really great way to engage with the community. So you guys can ask me questions or comments or do anything like that. So um, that is all. And I hope you guys have a great uh, rest of your day and look out for some really great opportunities tomorrow morning. Thursdays are strong trading days. So let's go out there and get it.